This is Shanina Lacia from the Reaching While Teaching podcast. My show is all about encouraging you to live your best life possible. I give you practical and beneficial tips in digestible bites. Now, without further delay, you are now listening to Miss Talks podcast with Angel and Walter Larry. Yo, thank you. That was the beautiful Miss Shanina Lacia. We appreciate you. Yo, be sure to check out the Reaching While Teaching podcast. Great show. Very impactful. Very spiritual. And you learn something. I always like to learn. Yo, exercise that big brain of yours, the biggest muscle that we do have. Yo, on today's show, we have a multitude of things to talk about. We're going to talk about Trump tennis. Yo, this president is wilding out, man. Also, I know that most of you people have been listening and watching the Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. We're going to talk about that. And we can, you know, a little bit about the NFL draft. You know how me and Angel do it. We just love to have fun. Please enjoy this journey with us. That's what we're about to get off into. Thank you again to the Reaching While Teaching Podcast. We appreciate you. One love. You're listening to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LaRay. Real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet Walter LeRae and that is my dope co-host, Angel. What's good with you, Mr. Angel? How you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm good. If I get any better, I think it was a setup. What about setup, yourself? Man, I don't know. It sounds like your mic kind of filtered up. You, you kissing it over there? What's going on? Oh, is it too loud? Is it too no, loud? No, it wasn't too loud. It's just a little, you know, man, everything has been going kind of haywire. I don't know what's going on in the world today, man. But, man, um, you said you was doing good. I hope you are. Is the family doing well? Yeah, we all good, man. I mean, self-conscious about my mic, now. You should be. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> nah, it's, you good, <laughs> That's man. That's a dirty I'm, trick. Oh, no, no, you good. Dirty, dirty. You good, man. Yeah. Uh, so what you do this weekend, man? Did you get your grill on, baby? Actually, yeah, man. I fired up the grill, man. Uh did some ribs. So did two racks of ribs. Uh, mm-hmm. Did some chicken. You know what I mean? And, and finally, yeah. you, this is the point in time when people are like, well, you didn't even invite me? Corona. Uh, corona. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come over so anyway. When I fire up the grill in the summer, Corona. Right, right. So, yeah, they're supposed to be having something going down on May 2nd. I saw a commercial that uh, bring your grill into the front yard. And grill in the front. I'm like, uh, no, thank please. you, no, thank you. I, I chill in my back. I don't like my Look, neighbors man, like that, homie. <laughs> I am the best neighbor you can have. I'm right. the guy that's gonna mind his business. I look out for you when it counts, but I'm not gonna bother you otherwise. No, I don't even like my my neighbor in the backyard. He's a he's a hater, man. That dude called the police on me, man, because of my lights was on. My backyard light was on, man. What? Who does that? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> who does that bro don't get me started on that the police came over man like <laughs> little dude well you know it's bs right the police had that look on his face sir we're sorry to bother you 
but your neighbor behind you is complaining about your lights. I'm talking about these lights right here? You're like, yes, sir. And I'm like, man, I just, I don't even know how to deal with ignorance anymore, dude. Like, the older I get, the more cantankerous I am. So I'm, I'm like, I'm trying not to be that old cantankerous man. But if you call the police on me because my right. backyard lights on, which I didn't put the lights on that came with the house, it's the floodlights. Right. That's just, right, but that's it, just rude. It's, it's lights, dude. It's not like you got it shining through his bedroom window or his, his uh, windows. It's lights. Come on, well, man. Well, if they shine through his bedroom windows because he's looking out, looking at me. <laughs> how about this bro right. how about you close your curtains how about you close <laughs> you your blinds stop about looking it. at me man look I have them on because you got coyotes around dude man, you I gotta had, explain I that told, to nobody dude no, that, that dude is like I'm, I'm one of the most reasonable people at least I try to be but that's just something that's dude that, that is so just far <laughs> left like no I know it is but I, I can't even find I can't even relate to fine understanding in that complaint that's just like me calling the city city uh, code enforcement talking about, yeah, his grass too green. Like, what? Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. But, dude, one day I was... Uh, you had those I, neighbors, I opened man. up the garage, man, and uh, I was taking the trash out. Uh, And I saw, you know, you know how you kind of glance and you see something at the corner of your eye, right? And at first I was like, yeah. okay, that was a puppy. You know, the puppy was going to come up and just walk on the sidewalk and go on about his business. Dude, it was a... <laughs> Big ass raccoon that was showing up, like he he, he was coming up on me, like he was hobbling with one on one of his arms out, like he was coming up to me, like player, player. Hey, be cool player, be, be cool, cool player. player. I was like, if you don't get your big fat roly poly butt away from me, raccoon, things are going to be different in life. He, man, come on, player. I was just, I was just Mm-mm. seeing what was up, baby. I was just seeing what was up. I'm like, man, what are you eating? Why you that big? <laughs> Your garbage. <laughs> hey, Not fact, my garbage. You into, in fact, you interrupted my meal right now. <laughs> right? It'll be a sedity one with a little little napkin on. Be like, say, say player. Mm, yeah, player. I got I got thumbs. Pardon me, sir. I got thumbs. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. You mind closing the door? That's a bit of a draft coming this way. <laughs> right? You better get out. Rent due. <laughs> Rent dude, if you eat my garbage, hey. you gonna pay me for the for the you gonna pay me, son. Hey, give me a tip. Anyway, man. Yo, man. I don't play with I don't play with raccoons, man. They they are some odd creatures, dude. They are they yeah, they are very yeah. fearless. Yeah. Very bold. I don't play with raccoons. I seen man. a possum mm-hmm. in the backyard, man, like uh on, on the fence line, right? And at mm-hmm. first I was like, why are my dogs acting a fool? And the possum was just sitting up there, say player. Won't you tell your dogs to just let me just let me pass? <laughs> and I was like, it was so still that I was like, okay, what is that? And then I shine a flashlight over there, right? It was a possum. Mm-hmm. And possum Ooh, was like, well, that's scary. Say, player, I'm just trying to maintain, baby. Come on, <laughs> hey, player. player, let the rat comb through it. Don't worry about me over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, remind me of a uh, uh, um, what was that? Doctor Doolittle, the raccoon. If the beef offer you a fish, you take the fish. <laughs> Say, Michael Rappaport yeah. played the voice of the raccoon, right? Yo, yeah. if the if the beef offer you the fish, you take the fish. It was like gangster, right? Oh, you gonna you gonna size me up like that? Come on, man. 
Anyway, man. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I told told my wife about it, dude, and I also had because Angel is is which I don't understand about my my baby brother. He's extremely funny. I'm not going to mention this, but it was a we had a we have a skit that we're working on on a particular bear. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. One day we'll finish that skit so y'all can check it out. But anyway, speaking of funny, I heard your president, Angel. Oh my God. I heard your president. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Skirts. <laughs> Skirt. oh, come Who on, president? man. I heard Who your president. president? Mm-hmm. I heard, okay, right. All right, man. <laughs> the president, <laughs> Trump, right? Mm. This okay, man. Okay, so you heard has, Trump. You, you heard man, Trump. What yeah, happened? I heard Trump said to ingest Lysol because it kills the coronavirus. <laughs> Dude, Bruh. I don't even know what's worse. The fact that some people will listen to this, this <sighs> idiot <laughs> or the fact My that God. he said it. But could you imagine his administration or the people behind the curtains mm. like, er? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> wait, wait, that's not on the cute call. Cut. <laughs> Bruh, let oh me say, God. look, man. I, uh, whew, that gave me a headache. Listen, dude, I try my hardest to be uh, positive and, and not openly criticize the administration, but they make it so hard. I mean, so hard. Um, you know, it's it's ridiculous, dude. It, it gets to a point where we are living in a real, like, National Lampoon-style movie right now. Especially because you keep bumping on that mic. (laughs) Yeah, you know, stop bumping the mic. For real, Trump? (laughs) No, for real, stop bumping the mic. (laughs) For real, bro. It is now. It's real Lampoon-ish, real. It it, it is, though. Continue, sir. Continue. You can't write this type of comedy, dude. It's like, you know, it's like... I never would have, like, dude, when you really look at that, like, a a president is telling people to ingest disinfectant. That's something from a movie, dude. Like, Like, that happened in real life. Like, yo, hit me up with one of them Trump teenies. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what to do. Dude, I I just, like you said it best, is this a skit? It, Where is Dave Chappelle at when you I'm need him, wait, dude? The Chappelle I'm show. Waiting, I'm just waiting for the MTV camera crew to come crashing through and Ash and Kush should be like, we punked y'all or something. <laughs> like, bro, tell me this is not real. Yeah, like, that's this, the punk, like punk that, of all history. After you right laugh, there. after you laugh initially, mm-hmm. you become very scared because you be like, yo, this dude was for real. Yeah. He was serious. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man. Yo, that look, man, I, I said it, I said it, I put it like this. He make George Bush look like he's a, a, a scholar. <laughs> and to me, and I have no disrespect to the presidents, man, because, you know, it is what it is. But George Bush was an idiot. George Bush, man, it, 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 he was an idiot in so many different ways. I, and I got love for the Texan. I got love for the Texan, right? But it was some things that George, they asked George a question. He was like, <laughs> I'm like, it was almost in his mind. You can see it. You want me to tell you the lot that I want to tell you? Or you want me to tell you the lot that you want to hear? <laughs> Come on, man. And this is my, it reminded me of Dave Chappelle, the black bush. That oil, that oh. <laughs> oil. Oh, I'm talking about oil. What are you talking about? 
Oh, they on to us, fool. <laughs> Say, man. It is amazing man. that this dude is even alive. Like, dude, it's it's amazing. Well, why why is he look, don't look it, to me, it's like I can't hold anybody else accountable, anybody else accountable for his, you know, mentality or even how he chooses to, to uh display himself. But I am floored by how people try to defend it and spin it. That 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 kills me more than anything. Yeah. Well, you know, they they, they try to they try to, you know, you, you know, pol- politicians and poli- uh, politics like do that. I'm not good at neither one of them because I'm I'm too straightforward and I'm too much to the point because I don't I don't deal with the spin the right. spin doctors or whatever, but you know, at some point, man, you got to just say, "Hey, I messed up." Not even you know Charlotte's I mean? like way if up you voted, spin, spin if, that if, if you voted yeah, with all y'all with y'all mega hats on, all y'all who was like voting for this guy, at some point y'all got to wake up in the morning and like, you know what, man? Uh, I think we messed up. You know, like, but there's no recourse. It's just like it's like watching a train veer off course and the pilot is trying to convince everybody, no, we can still make it. No, you can't. It, it's mm. not going to work. Well, I mean, you know, hey, they voted for him. He's in there. He's he's doing a bank up mm. job. Exactly. Somebody was like, Literally. where's Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Obama? Somebody Obama. call his mama. I want Obama. Call my mama and tell Obama to come Obama, back. Obama to disconnected all his numbers. All his numbers disconnected. <laughs> Obama sitting there smoking a blunt, laughing at these. <laughs> you know, he can record yeah. a customized message. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Bet y'all miss me now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, this is this is this is crazy, man. This is crazy, Obama dude. Like, out. like, like we're we're so close to knocking the bottom out of hell that the devil is not even right. in hell anymore. The devil done came up here talking about what are y'all doing? For real, dude. What this is, is going on. This is like I he like, I can't even script this. Y'all are just going Y'all off script. To, I love Y'all it. got the devil. <laughs> Y'all got the devil print. I know what my job is, but he just <laughs> come on, we ain't got that capacity. <laughs> hell has overflown. Flow it. Oh my god. It's completely man. frozen over. It is oh. over, boy. Word, son. That's what <sighs> it is, man. I, I just I, I, I just I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. You know, know. even, you know, living through Reaganomics, living through two Bush presidents, you know, um, man, I I just never seen leadership at this level before. Like, I I just never like this is privilege at its worst. Yeah, I don't because it is just leadership. It's just it's just dumb. dude. It's It's, not. You know, I've seen better writing on a reality show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And just really think about yeah. it. Just put the twos and you know the twos and fuse together. I've well, seen better I put writing. My quotations, you know, right? Reality. At least you know I, at the end of the show, the reality right. show is scripted. Well, and that's what and I'm like. He is a reality really show dumb, per, uh, personnel, a uh, 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 celebrity, in a certain uh, actor. But not I, even. I, I, but you, man, I don't have nothing. This dude, I, I just you know, can't. it reminds me of that Liberty Mutual commercial when that dude said Liberty Liberty. Or, or can I just can I he said can <laughs> I rip it and they said cut let's just let's just dub it let's let's dub it right like just move your right. mouth and we're gonna t- we're gonna put uh we're gonna put the words in your mouth for you to speak we're gonna dub over your mouth you know because mm-hmm. it, everything that comes out of his mouth is crazy dude it's like 
I'm like, dude, do you even hear yourself? Dude, it's like watching a National Lampoon's movie. Like, this is... This is crazy, This man. is, you know, bro, I, I, I can't. I just can't because it, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it is it's crazy, like watching man. a, it's, it's watching a comedy that somehow in the middle switched from a comedy to a horror movie. It's a tragedy, it's just, baby. It's a tragedy. Yeah. yeah. It's a dark comedy. That's for sure. Now speaking is your president. <laughs> president Trump. <laughs> tell us what to do now. Fake news, Walter. Fake news. <laughs> you got to do it, man. I'm sorry, dude. I know you can't stand it. <laughs> but, hey, man, I'm trying to make light of a, of a, of a horrible situation. Because, it's, <laughs> you know, if y'all listen to this fool and y'all ingest Lysol or whatever, whatever, Bruh. sometimes you're going to have to let that play alone. itself out. You gonna let them, <laughs> say, yeah, man, you gonna leave them Trump teenies alone. You better leave them Trump teenies alone, no. man. Yeah. You hear me? You, you better say Trump no. Teenies. Trump teenies. Yeah, you know, Lysol. Spread it, dip it, and give it to me. Yeah, leave that alone. About to you by ignorance. All right, man. Moving right <laughs> along, baby. <laughs> Let's get them though, man. So hey, what else, man? Hey, I have I have not finished the, the Jordan documentary. Have you got have you finished it yet? Finished up on it? No, 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 no. Cause they, they're doing like two episodes per Sunday. And it, I think it's um I think uh, it's going to play over the next three Sundays. Word. I think it's total. Um, I watched the first two, so don't, 10 don't, episodes. don't tell me about the, 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 the other ones. I haven't got into them yet. But oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm only on three, so I, I'm not that far ahead. So let's, let's let's speak on it, though, man. Let's speak on your awareness, man. You know, a lot of people man. are just now coming mm-hmm. into knowing what Jordan is and was, but we already knew. Right. You know, right. We, we, we grew up and we this is come on, man. This is this is Michael Jordan, man. This is Jordan. This is Mikey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So well, I already knew I mean, that he we, was a we, savage. We grew up, um, you know, we grew up in the in the era of the history as it was being made. You know what I mean? We we were children when when Jordan got drafted to the NBA, and we got to see him rise to the to the top. And and the, you know, we saw we saw this man become bigger than basketball. Basically, you know, um, it was a special time, dude, because. The, the crazy thing like me and you were talking about Jordan became so big that his impact would like expanded far past basketball. Like you remember we played sports, man, you have cats on a football field wearing Jordan gear, you know, the headband or the wristbands or, right. you know what I mean? Right. Or you, you know, b- people playing baseball had the air Jordan wristbands on or, you know, be like Mike, Mm-hmm. You know, was that logo was everywhere. You know, people Jordan had people drinking nasty Gatorade. You know, just wait, 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 wait. hold up. I like Gatorade. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? No, they, like they, they've improved. They've improved. Well, I, I just drink the, the zero. The, what is that called? Mm-hmm. Toilet water. Boy, no, no, never in the no. Home. Oh, back up, Chief. You about to get swung on? You know, I don't play like that. Hey, it could be worse. It could be worse. You could still be drinking all sport. That was that's uh. What a uh, Shaq used to endorse. That was nothing yeah, but Kool Aid and Gatorade mixed water, together. Bro. I'm about to swing on this. Nah, get it. Gatorade was all right, man. But you know, come on, man. It had its limitations. It had yeah, limitations. As in all things, nothing is better than water, but an alkaline water is yeah, that. So true. you might want to, you know, always get that into your system. But absolutely, you know, Mike, Mike was on a different level. Uh, he transformed man. the city of Chicago. He transformed the city, uh, the basketball culture. 
he well, was the most influ- uh, influential type of a uh, of a of a character of a ball player that came through. I mean, yeah, it was his. It, Mike was the epitome of taking it. You know, it was street ball with finesse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it was a it was street ball within the confines of a of a team sport. Not like the street ball or and ones that you see today, where dudes just trying to you know show show you that they have handles. What I mean mm-hmm. by the street ball is that it was a competition. You know, when we used to play in the hood, it was just it was about competition. We we never played with dudes our age. We always played with the old heads, the old cats. That's how we learn. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's how you get better. You learn from playing, you know, greater talent. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, learning from and 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 measuring yourself up against them because, you know, these old heads, they weren't taking it easy on us. If you if you had the right to be on the court with them, you paid the you know, you paid the ultimate price. You know, if you wasn't, you know, you know, if you wasn't on your game, they, you know, you weren't playing. You weren't continuing on. Matter of fact, they'll take or, your ball as well. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah. And, 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 you know, you and I, you know, was talking about this, man. We, we were there to watch the history as it was being made. But, man, watching this documentary, dude, it hits a little differently because um, it's easy to see Jordan at the success. But, you know. It's also easy for people to kind of overlook the the mountains and and the giants that this man had to go against because it, it seems like, you know, people just put him in this category category of being great, but nobody really breaks that down to the fact that he was grossly underpaid throughout his NBA career. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, keep keep continuing. Yeah. Keep, my bad. Continue. Well, I, a lot of people. Well, he's he's a billionaire now. But what people have to understand is Jordan made the majority of his fortune outside of basketball. It was his endorsements. It was you know Nike, Gatorade, and all the other endorsements that he received. That's where he made his fortune from, and then investing in in, in everything else. But um, as an NBA player, he was grossly underpaid. And now, you know, you have the the Kobe's and the LeBron's who were able to get the hundred million dollar contracts. But you got to understand, dude, Jordan was grossly underpaid. And, and even worse than that, Scottie Pippen was also worse underpaid. I mean, dude, when you have Luke Longley making more than Scottie Pippen. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Pippen like signed, Scottie, uh, signed that signed that contract, which he, I hated it mm. when he did that. I, I remember <laughs> yeah. that time as well. But. You know, money, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, you come from well, when you, humble beginnings yeah. and, and so forth, and you all you you always want to look out for the people around you because you know how it is when you coming from coming from the south as well, coming from a poor family and mm-hmm. having the love. And one thing about us as men, you know, we mm-hmm. love our families, and and you know, Amen. we we you know we we want to make sure that we take care, of, especially my your mom, mother and your father. You know, yeah. you want to make sure that you take care of your family, so. I can understand. I just wish that he had better rep- representation mm-hmm. to negotiate that contract um, as well. Uh, and and I'm glad that you brought up the fact that Jordan was grossly underpaid. You know, a lot, of, well. people, a lot I mean, of people think that Jordan just made a bunch of money in basketball. Jordan made all his money. You know, he made. He, now he did hit him up at the end of yeah. his his season with the Bulls with them. With them even big that was contract, a joke. But, well, it was it that was, was thirty six what thirty six mil right, and but he he now a lot of people don't understand that if you look at Jordan's contract for 30, 33, 36 mil when he renegotiated, it still made mm-hmm. room for Tony Kukoc and the rest of those other role players 
Jordan was still underpaid. He was grossly yeah. underpaid. And a lot of people don't get it. Like, look, he's not he's not making a killing with with this contract. No. He's not. No. And you know, a lot of people was trying to say uh Draymond Green was saying something about, oh, I think Jordan did Scotty Rome was saying Scotty was was selfish. Let's talk about that. Yeah. And I, I was like, Draymond, that. let's like, talk about that. Shut up, bro. Your mouth sometimes your mouth I bet your you mouth mean, is you mean the same, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you mean the same dude that blasted Kevin Durant on social media? Yeah. Calling him a bitch in an interview, in a live interview, mm-hmm. because he wanted to trade to get a better contract and a better deal for him. The guy who claimed that Jordan should have had his teammates back who publicly, yeah. you know, altercises his, his teammate, that Draymond Green? Is that the same yeah, one? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Draymond Green. I ain't got nothing. Oh, I just want to make sure. I ain't got I nothing against sure. the brother. But that mouth no, I have something against brother. him. I have something against him. I have, I have something against people who speak in a certain way that you hold another person to a, a measurement that you're not living up to yourself. Uh, speak on like, me, brother. You know, like, dude, it, it, look, man, you of all people, Draymond, you of all people know you're in the limelight and you know how things can be twisted out of, out of context. You know how you can easily be the center of everybody's judgment and, you know, everybody's expectations or whatnot. So for you to speak out of turn like that, that's kind of foul, bro. Because you know what? Jordan never said he didn't support Pippen, uh, Scotty Pippen. He never said that he didn't have Pippen's back. All Jordan said is he was wrong in that regard, meaning that isolated incident, the way he chose to handle it, he thought he could have did it a better way. And I agree. I totally agree. I agree as well. Because because you got to understand what Pippen did to get back at management. He didn't just get back at management. He kind of screwed his teammates in the process. That that's the end result. No matter how you look at it, no matter how you look at it now, I, I, that I will agree with, but I would also say in the caveat to that is that management was poorly. Management man, was a they, joke. Gosh, dude. Okay, they, let's they go just, ahead and say it. Management was a joke. Jerry Krause was a joke. Man. Uh, uh, Rosenthal, Rosenhaus, whatever the nice. owner name was, he was a, he was a freaking joke. And it was a lot yeah. of passing the buck. And I yeah. remember, I remember, you know, being young and, and seeing all this. And I was like, even then, I was like, how would you even think about breaking up? a dynasty, a basketball dynasty, because what these men were doing, especially the first one, the first three P, but the second three P to do it twice. Like, dude, that's history. Yo, they could have went on. on. And I really, I really truly believe they would have got two more titles. I I do too. I really believe that because I I think that they were just the, you know, coming into that, you know how you just come into it. Well, well, you Coming have to, to that, remember this. It's the last this. dance. Scotty holding out. Dennis is yeah. there, but every but they losing the first couple of games, four or five games. Yeah, but they Jordan got it together before his, Pippen came back. Yeah. Exactly because Jordan willed it. See, a lot of yes, people think because he's not a he's not a quitter, dude. Man, that's why I say that that Jordan is the goat, and I don't care what nobody say. Jordan is the greatest of all times, and this is why because. Yeah, you can't mention Jordan without Pippen, but we all know mm-hmm. Jordan is the, is, is the GOAT. And that's why I well, say when Jordan, you know, it's always these comparisons between, you know, LeBron is is and Jordan, um, you know, Kobe and Jordan. No, Kobe is good within his own right. LeBron is good within his own right. But there were there is only one airness, and that is Michael Jordan. From mm-hmm. a young pup all the way to when he got out of the league, with the Chicago Bulls, yeah. it was tremendous. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that whole deal when he came back with the Wizards, what people don't mm-hmm. understand, he only made one or two million dollars a year playing for the Wizards. It was right. he was it was a player slash owner, but the owner mm-hmm. screwed him out of that deal. Yeah. See, he yeah. was just trying to get Limelight back over to the Wizards because he was going transitioning to the owner of it. So yeah. that was a that was a messed up deal. And, and, and again, they used him to to attract the crowd. There you go. But but notice how the history of it. All the teams that that didn't do right by Jordan, look at the history. It's the the, the what you call it, the Beirut, the curse, the curse, baby, the Bambino. When he, you Bambino. know, it's like when as soon as Jordan left Chicago, look at Chicago's track record. Since do they haven't been to the playoffs since when? I don't since the think. final round, they, they did, did they make it with D Rose was there? I think they got eliminated first round or something of that nature, but they haven't been like a serious contender in the playoffs yeah. since the nineties. Shout you know? out to Derrick Rose. Beast. So, so you're you looking man. at it's 2020 now, right? Even if you just look at from year 2000 to 2020 within 20 years, the, the Chicago bulls have not been a serious contender mm-hmm. to get another championship. Like that's been a while. That's been well, what? I mean, 22 years ago. Yeah. But look, look at the, look, it's hard enough to get one title. Yeah. Right. Ask the Mavericks that. Right. That's true. And I mentioned the Mavericks because Dallas night and I got look, I love, I love Dirk. Mm -hmm. And I call him Dirty Dirk. Dirk Dewinsky. I love Dirk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the Mavericks play Miami in the finals. This is why I say that LeBron does not be never need to be mentioned with Jordan ever again. Because mm-hmm. Mavericks got away with the with the with the with the with the win and and so forth against LeBron and D Wade and Bosh. Right. So Jordan never went to the finals and lost the finals. No, he's always bought home the, the trophy. Right, LeBron lost it. He didn't. He didn't bring it home. So you can't be mentioned in the same as Jordan. So I want y'all to get ahead and get those comparisons out and understand. And I don't I I I love my Mavericks, but I don't like uh that what's that what's that owner? I don't care. I don't really care for Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban? Yeah, I don't care yeah. for him. He's just, he's another white boy that thinks he know it all, but you don't. You got lucky, whatever. But the Mavericks <laughs> got away with the victory. And uh the Mavericks, and that's why I don't like them now, because see, uh that 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 new guy that they got. See, the Mavericks, what I don't like about Mark Cuban, they want a great white height. You know, they want a white basketball player to be the face of their franchise. They don't want blacks to be the face of their franchise. Careful, dude. You think somebody talking about Jerry Jones over there? Well, I get to Jerry as well because we're going to talk about him next. So we're going to talk about the NFL too. So this is is the problem that I have with that because they would hype these foreign players out who, by, by, by the way, the foreign, well, y'all know why these foreign players are even as good as they are is because they are allowed to go pro earlier in their in their countries. They're allowed to play with the big boys yeah. earlier in their countries. While in the Americanized system, they try to filter you through college because they want to get yeah. money off of the blacks that way, off of these athletes and so forth. And then mm-hmm. if you're lucky, if you survive not getting injured, then you have the possibility to get drafted into another system. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, make some more, make more white men some money and you get this little contract. And this is why I want brothers to start understanding that 
the wealth of who you are and invest in, in, in what you are and not uh, letting white savior, white daddy try to invest into you. But I digress. Uh, when you do that, in my opinion, and Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks, if you want the white boy to be the face of your franchise, then put him against every other brother out there, and I guarantee you he still ain't it. Because Luke Devon, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Luca, the Luca, whatever that white boy name is, I ain't got no no beef with him. I, I think he's good within his own right. But, bro, I got 15 other brothers who can still dominate you in the league. Well, yeah, I mean, but that I think that's kind of the scrutiny that a lot of players had when they were voicing their opinion about Jeremy Lin, how Jeremy Lin came into the league and was doing pretty much same thing everyone else do, but because, because he's he was of an a different Asian. ethnicity, it, you know, people like to hype it up more. Right. Like he, you know, he's, but, you know, you got somebody like Allen Iverson, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay. And so it's hard to kind of ignore that dynamic. It's but, like y'all mean, right? Thing. It's like y'all mean, yeah, right? Yeah, like and y'all I mean, love you know? y'all mean, right? But he's no, he's no Elijah one. But you know? when Nate Robinson dunked on him, <laughs> and Nate Robinson is no joke, people. That little brother right. can dunk on anybody in the league. Nate Robinson right. is a beast. Shout out to Nate Robinson. Okay, go for it, Angel. But no, nah, it's it's just. Uh, you know, you said the dynasty, they could have went on and, and won like a couple more championships. And, and the reason why I just want to get some validity to that, because what you have to understand is the transitional period in the NBA at that time. Uh, yeah, you had a lot of rookies coming in and, and whatnot, but they weren't very seasoned to go all the way at that point. And then you had, you know, the people who were transitioning out, like the Carl Malones, the Stockton's, the, the, the Ewing's. So who who would have been there that would have been a stopping force for the Bulls at that time with that squad? Who could have stopped them at that point? They could have easily you know, won another championship. The only competition that I really saw at that point in time, the Lakers and Kobe, because Kobe was coming into their own uh, Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but the the biggest competition mm-hmm. that I, I that I had to see it was going to be Houston and the larger one with the larger one. I came a larger yeah. one. And uh, um, San Antonio with good. the with the Twin Towers with David Robinson and David um, Robinson. Uh, uh, what's my boy Tim Duncan? Because Tim now Duncan, that they yeah. were now everybody at that the league was changing. Because I, I I'm not for me, but I, didn't the, didn't the season didn't when Jordan when they broke that up didn't they go to a lockout? They did right after that. Okay, uh, that season would have uh, I think midway in the season is when the lockout hit. Right, and I still yeah. think if Jordan's Bulls were still together. With mm-hmm. Phil Jackson, which which you can't the whole unit, I still mm-hmm. think they would have had another run. I believe no, they would have had another Easy. run because Dude, it was a short season, right? Yeah, it was a short, a short season. season, and you still got yeah. Jordan still healthy. You right. still got Pippen still healthy because he just rehabbed and, he, and, and Pippen proved he proved that. And you have the greatest defensive player of all times, Dennis Rodman. The worm. Come on, man. The greatest on, one man. who never gets the credit, but Dude, he is one of the greatest hey. basketball players on the defensive Listen. side. His Bruh. IQ of basketball knowledge is on point, greater than most people would ever give that man recognition. Yeah. Don't d- confuse the shenanigans with his greatness. Once you get past the antics, once you get past all of the, you know, the whatever the 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 show that that he puts on 
you know, the shock value and everything, and you really strip all that away and focus on the basketball play, um, man, Dennis Rodman could interrupt any offense in the man, NBA. That's why they call that baby the word, man. That dude was, he a, was factor. a factor. Dude, he was a factor, dude. dude. He, he um, and one thing I loved about Dennis, what he, what he said in the interview is that, man, when he was on the team, his second year in the NBA, he had scores. He had people that can score because what what people don't realize when Dennis was in college, he was averaging around twenty seven points a game. Yeah, he can. So, he, he's a baller. So Dennis can score. Mm-hmm. But when he came to the NBA, he's on a team with straight ballers, and he's like, "Well, you know, I got people that can score. My niche is defense." And yeah. he he chose to focus on that defensive a- aspect of it, and and develop and, and and build that out a little bit more. And into so much that he spent hours in a gym just having people all lined up around the parameter shooting, and he would study how the ball hit the rim and where it would go when when it hit from this angle to that mm-hmm. angle to this mm-hmm. angle. Yes, sir. And he would make sure he would position himself in that way to get that rebound. Go look at that man highlights and see how he was able to get those rebounds. Yeah, like dude, it, it's more than just being lucky. It's more than just being quick. Nah, man. The dude skilled. had a scientific method. Yeah, his skills, he had a scientific maybe. method. Yes, he was smart. Yeah. IQ and was that's there. why I give it him. Shout out to you, uh, Mr. Dennis Robin. Another Texas boy. Shout out to you, baby. We know. Yes, sir. We, we got love for you. We got love yeah. for you, man. But yeah, the but let's not forget the fact that Dallas Mavericks could have had Michael Jordan. I'm just gonna throw that out there. A lot of people don't talk about it, but I'm still sorry. Everybody could have had Michael Jordan, but he fell into Chicago's laps, and Chicago and 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 the history was born. You know, a legacy. Yeah. And that's why I say, like, this whole thing with Mike, you know, Mike was, that's why I say he's the GOAT, man. He he transitioned what basketball was in a lot of minds. A lot of people, young people, see what, you know, look up to Kobe. But Kobe's mentor was Mike. Yeah. So, you know, you can't, greatness only, game recognized game. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, That's you know, shout out to too much game. That's my little homie. Uh, IG dude, I love that dude podcast. <laughs> he be keeping it real. Shout out to Too Much Game. I always got Young Dolo Mike. I got to shout him out. <laughs> he be, he be dropping. What up, fam? He be dropping them gems. Yeah. Him and Langston, Langston World. Shout Langston. out to my, What's my up, brothers, bro? man. I got love for you, brothers, man. Them dudes are just they just dope, man. I can't wait to listen to Langston talk about Trump, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump teenies, Trump teenies, baby. I will be for it. But no, man. Um, I think Jordan said it the best. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a right to defend what we build. Until we lose, there shouldn't be any discussion. Yes, about tearing anything down or rebuilding anything. Well, and let's, let's and, talk about that on a, on a deeper level, yeah. though. Why would you tear let's it down, go. though? Dude, that that to me, that's the epitome of pride and jealousy. There you Just, go. You know. Um, I, I, I like to look at a lot of situations and, and apply it metaphorically to life, right? Mm-hmm. And that goes to show you, man, just because certain people have a jersey or they're on your roster, they're not for the team. Mm-mm. And, Mm-mm. and so, wait, wait, dude, wait, wait, wait. Don't run, don't run through that one, baby. Say that again. Don't run through it. Yeah, slow say down. that slow that one down. Just because they wear the jersey or on the roster, that doesn't mean they afford a team. Man. So. Man, somebody you know, looking around like, well, you better take my jersey off, man, homie. I, I mean, but that's that's the truth, though, because when, when you're looking at building dynasties, man, um, the fall of every dynasty never came from the outside. It always had to be done an uh, inside job. Oh, Just wait a minute, son. Wait a minute. Well, Just I'm think sorry. about that. No, I know I know my homie Langston is Negro Demons, man. I'm called Negro Shima. <laughs> 
This dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, but when, hold when on. Wait, it, wait, 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 wait. Okay. All right. Brother, you know you yeah. just said something. I want people to understand what you said. When the right. dynasty falls, it don't fall from the outside. It falls from within. Mm-mm. What? Yep, it's the inside job. What? Always. Son. The greatest yo, dynasty in history. Yo, come on, man. Yeah. What? All the greatest yo, dynasties Lodi in history. Yeah. Yo, get them, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's the inside you, job, bro. It's man, that's dope. Job. That's deep, and, and I see. But, you know, that, that shows you how bad pride can be. You know what I mean? Like, I look at the situation and I try to say, okay, everything that we try to build, everything that we try to accomplish in this life, if you had a man who was right there in the epitome of history as history was being made, where you was in charge of a team that had undoubtedly the greatest player to ever grace the game. You had arguably one of the best coaches that ever coached the game. Arguably maybe the second best player in the league at that time on the, uh, in the, and the most creative and innovative defensive player at that time. And if you can have all of that at your disposal and your only regard is that you want to show how much you can shake things up because you can. What? Mm, 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 mm. What? What you talking about, Miss Pearly? I'm just trying to tell you, Miss Pearly. I understand, Dude, man. How do you have Jordan, Pippen, Rodman? How do you have Steve Kerr? How do you have Cool Coach? How do you have Phil Jackson all at your disposal building history? It'd be one thing if these guys were losing games, but they were knocking out the box. They was knocking competition out of the box. They repeated, <laughs> right? Because he only was he was only there for the last year, but he was still part of that legacy. But they repeated twice, twice. How many? You said it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. To get one championship is harder than people believe. Yeah, ask the but Mavericks. you know what's hard. But you know what's harder than getting a championship? What's that? Defending a championship. Hey, ask the Mavericks <laughs> again. <laughs> See, as hard as it is to get a championship, you can get it, <laughs> but it's harder. The, what, 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 show, what shows a champion pedigree of a champion is how well you defend that championship. Yes, there you go, brother. You know what I mean? Well said. Well said. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, anybody can win one. So I, I, I want to paint that picture to understand that, dude, to three-peat twice, twice, mm-hmm. to three-peat twice, that means you had to win three consecutive times twice. Yeah, that's what it means. You're a mathematician. Man, come on now. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm boy. just saying, hey, man. Mathalicious. I'm healing him. But no, dude. <laughs> That's a good nah, one, dude. It, I'm just saying, man. That, that, like, that blows my mind that you... Dude, that's that's just like getting the the golden ticket and throwing it away. Mm, I'm glad you said golden, because I want to segue for a second. And I want to come back Go to that. It. You mentioned Go Steve Kerr. It. I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I got no nothing against Steve Kerr. I think he's a he's a he's a decent basketball player because Jordan basically mm-hmm. told him if you miss the shot, you know you know what happened in practice. 
You remember, you, you remember that eye and I bust you up real good, son? <laughs> bust him up. But here's the yeah. thing about Steve Kerr. Steve uh-huh. Kerr inherited the Golden State Warriors when Mark Jackson built them up. That is true. That is and, true. And yeah. this is why I that tell you that this white boy mentality has got to go. Because Mark Jackson okay. is an awesome coach. Yeah. Golden State is Golden State did, for a reason because of what Mark Jackson did. And a lot of people Mark overlook what the, Mark Jackson did and they blackball him Mark Jackson as a coach in the NBA right now. He's a yeah. hell of a commentator. He's a hell of a hey, hand down, man down. Hey, I love Mark Jackson. But what he did with Golden State, he was he primed Steph and the rest of those guys to be what they are. Steve Kerr inherited that. And that's not fair. Right. Yet another story of a black man getting railroaded by the white boy. Uh, I'm just saying. Now well, back to what you were saying. Jackson, didn't he play for the Pacers? Yeah. Okay. Mark Jackson is yeah. is, is, is it, 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 and was a damn darn good player. Yeah, right? he was he was with Reggie, right? Yeah, he was he was Reggie he was the general. Mark well, Jackson well, was the general okay. on, on, so, on the so, court. So, so let me segue mm-hmm. off your segue because because this kills me. Um, and we have a show coming up about the greats, right? One thing I can't stand in this society is how, you know, we always have this mentality of having when there's two uh, greats that are great at something. It's weird how when it comes from our culture that they have to be pitted against each other. Like they cannot allow to be both great. It's either one or the other. We can't have both. When you have greats and other, you know, uh, cultures, they're allowed to be great. Like you never hear anyone comparing um, uh, John Elway to Joe Montana. You never hear it. You, you never hear Roethlisberger compared to Brett Favre. You never hear that. Like all you hear is, is you hear a list of great quarterbacks. When it comes to our culture, we can only have one. We have to eliminate everyone else and it's out to be one or the other. So I hate when people compare Jordan to LeBron. I, I and, and this is nothing personal against LeBron. I think LeBron personally is a great man. I love a lot of things that he does off and on the court. And I like the way he moves in life. I think he he's, he's a solid dude all around from what I know. I don't know him personally. However, he's not Jordan status. And, 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 you know, people really do have to understand that before social media, before the, the hundred million dollar contracts, dude, Jordan played in the NBA when the NBA was a different place, period. You had the bad boys of of the Detroit Pistons. You had just as much as the bad boys of the New York Knicks. Dude, the Eastern Conference was not a joke to get past in that that era. You had to go up against Detroit. And when I say the bad boys, you can be like, ooh, and make fun of that. But no, No, you're talking about they was known for their physical contact. Well, and that's why I say that you. I'll put the bad boys of Detroit against all of these teams that's going up now, all these young guards, all these shooters or whatever else, and be, and, mm-hmm. and let the old rules be in the play. What well, a bad right. boys can be uh, dominant. John Sally, Bill Lambeer, uh, wow. uh, my, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, it's another one that mm-hmm. slips in my mind. Dennis Rodman. You know what Dennis I'm saying? The, the bad boys of Detroit was a real deal. And, yeah. and and oh, and, yeah. and the physicality oh, yeah. that they had and and they man look bro they the bad boys is why Jordan elevated his game yeah because they beat the beat the brakes off of Jordan 
Yeah, they did. Yeah, crack ribs. Yeah, they beat the brakes off of Jordan. That's hey, you gonna hey, you gonna hey, you gonna earn everything that you earn. You gonna earn that paycheck, son. And I, it wasn't no, it wasn't no respect files. Like you said, take it over. The Knicks were no joke in it. No, New York Knicks was no joke. You had you had the the Pistons. Oakley, Oakley was that dude. Come on, Charles Oakley Oakley was was that that dude dude for real. And everybody in the league knew it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oakley, Oakley was, was that, that dude for real. You ain't gonna go guard Oakley. Nah, you're not gonna nah. run over Oakley. Nah, but ask Oakley, Charles Oakley, Barkley. Oakley might be in the NBA, <laughs> but wherever he grew up, never left him. That man boy had some. Hey, hey, he, he was he was with Chicago and used to look out for Jordan before Jordan. Jordan yeah. hate he hated when Oakley went to the Knicks. Yeah, he did. That was his buddy. That then, was his pal. But he knew he knew when he had to come correct because Oakley was that dude. Yes, sir. And then in addition to the Knicks and the Pistons, let's not forget the 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 legendary Boston Celtics at that time. Man, come on, man. One thing who, who, about were, it, who were dominating the game at that time. And, and 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 one thing about it, you know, Larry Bird. Every accolade Larry Bird has, he deserves because he is one of the most purest shooters in the world boy and that's man. why i give love to dirt because dirt is that type of shooter but larry bird was the beast and you got to give him credit see I, i'm wait, not a racist hold on hold on hold i'm on, not a racist on, i love white men I, I love white people i love i love black people i love mexican people. i love all people especially right. if you are doing great things in the world I, I there's no hate here right there's no hate here because I see, because but 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 Larry Bird, in my opinion, never tried to be the great white hype. He was just Larry Bird. He'll he'll juice you up and he'll lace you when when it was time, and he'll put he'll, right. he he can go for thirty. Yeah, he can hit. Yeah, Larry Bird to go for yeah, thirty yeah. on you real quick. And, and, but but let me segue off your segue off your segue. That proves my point. You just mentioned Dirk Levinsky and Dirk Larry Bird. If there is a comparison. It's the comparison to greatness, but you will never see them pitted against each other. No, you're not. Because see, the, the white boy mentality, uh, white daddy mentality is that, oh, I only allow you to have one. But see, that you can't give me what I was already mine. See, I, I don't yeah, pit nobody up against. Now, in my, my top 50, Jordan is mm-hmm. number one. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I have to yeah, and, and, you, and you Pippen is, is and Pippen is too because see what people don't understand, I Pippen was a beast. Mm-hmm. Pippen was a beast. Dominique Wilkins was a beast. Kobe Bryant, you know, uh Clyde Clyde Drexler Drexler. Uh man, Cl- you know, Clyde Gary Payne, Drexler? You know, uh Patrick Ewan, Charles Oakley with his defense. You Carl know, it Malone. was just uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Larry Johnson, hey, Larry Johnson. Hey, uh, what's what's my what's my was uh, Utah? Sean what, Kemp. Uh, yeah, Sean Kemp, my boy. But what people don't understand, even Utah was was deadly. With uh, oh yes, with, with with what's my boy name? Uh, what's that guy name? Excuse me, I'm I'm having a mind slip. Uh, the point guard, uh, from oh, the the, oh. the white boy that was dope. He was cold. Uh, uh Stockton, John Stockton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. John Stockton was cold, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. Uh, uh, Stockton uh, to Malone. Yeah, stop, man. That that one two punch was deadly in the NBA. Because yeah. the mailman, yeah. when he got the ball, dude, he he cocked back and dude, he was done. He was, you know, that arrow that we grew up in was dope. 
It was yeah. deep. Oh, yeah. So, like oh, I said yeah. before, I don't pit none of them. All of them are greats within their own right. So, nobody can tell me or pit me or pit someone that I love or uh, admire because I don't cherish. You know, I'm not fanboying out. These dudes are dudes just like I'm a dude, bro. So, I don't, I don't get caught up in that hype. But I respect right. it because we're sports heads. We, we used to play sports. So, we used to oh, compete yeah. and we know what the level of competition is. I also saw when growing up, when the competition was too high, I saw dudes f- uh, fade away. Yeah. Now, I met it head on. I want to go with it. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm that beast for real, baby. So Intimidated for what? For what? So, look, let me, let me transition because we can talk about basketball, and we're going to get back on that again. But you know the yeah. NFL draft just went on. Mm, you know what I'm, I'm saying? The uh, as, as Chappelle said, uh, the slave auction. You know what I'm saying, and like I and it, and I'm gonna make a real quick point on the, on this, and this is why I don't really, Shoot. I never really get down with it. Uh-huh. When they talk about the black guys, the black athletes, yeah. it's always this sob story, harsh beginnings, harsh beginnings, mother on crack, uh, <laughs> single parent, so, home. single parent home, uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh escape the life <laughs> of gangs and drugs and violence. You know, they right. always do, and I hate it. I, I, I absolutely hate it. And I'm tired yeah. of it. And I'm sick of it, white people, white media. I'm sick of your BS and your shenanigans when it comes to dealing with these black athletes. All black yeah. athletes don't come from broken homes. All black right. athletes don't have sob stories. But here's the thing. Right. Y'all got to understand why they do that. They do that to bring down the stock of the black athletes. The white boy get paid off of potential. Yeah. Right, he get paid off of potential. He get a big contract off potential. A black man has to prove everything that he has to prove, and then when they give him a check, they like, "You better be glad I'm giving this track this check to you, nigga." And I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. And until the NFL, yeah. until these black athletes, until they realize who they are and boycott that BS. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, where are my black owners in the NFL? Go ahead, I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like until y'all get off of that nonsense, because look, you know, Jameis Winston just come out of, uh, you know, come off of injury. He's he's getting picked up by uh, New Orleans on a one year contract. You know what I mean? And they downplay. They always, you know, move these brothers around. You know, they don't want a black quarterbacks to be the face of their franchise because these white boys, they want that great white height. Look, I love Tom Brady like the next. But he's not the best mm. quarterback. He's not the most athletic oh. quarterback. I love Tom, this you know why I love Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady they 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 shunned him on the draft. You know Tom mm-hmm. Brady was drafted at 199. Mm-hmm. Right? He didn't go first round. He was drafted 199. And and I love Tom Brady because he proved everybody wrong who looked over right. him. That's why right. I love Tom Brady. Because if you give mm-hmm. him enough time, he's going to murder you. I love that white boy right. for that reason. He has that heart, that 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 fight. And you got to see a beast recognize another beast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But let me tell you another thing. The black quarterbacks are by far the better quarterbacks. But here's how they go about when they in the draft combine and so forth. They test you based off of your merit. They test you based off of your IQ and your athleticism. 
Right. At the end of the day, they always try to throw the black athletes under the bus as if we're not smart enough to lead the team. Mm. You got to understand the constructs of what football is. Football is designed as war strategy. Right. Football is designed as war strategy, meaning the captain of my team is the quarterback and the quarterback is calling the shots, is the lieutenant on the battlefield calling the shots. So the war strategist of a white man's mentality is that he has got to be in control over the, the, the battlefield. So for him to relinquish that role to a black man is, is, is killing his ancestry. You feel what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to throw you, put you, put you yeah, haters up on game or why yeah, y'all think blacks are not smart enough to leave. And I'm going to tell you this, I can outdo anybody. Cause I, I went through it. I was a star athlete. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just going through and just, Oh, well, woo, woo, woo. No, 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 no. I've been there. I know what these dudes are going through. So yeah. at the end of the day, Let's put physicality and intelligence on the on on, on the roster, and let's see who's going to outplay. Because right. just because I may be physically able to outrun you, does not mean mm-hmm. that I'm dumber than you. Mm. Uh huh. Okay, let's go. I can stay on it all day, but I don't want to do that. So anyway, Angel, let's wrap this thing up, baby. I just wanted to give yeah. you a little tidbit, but I can go deep on it. Yeah. I can go deep on it. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate all the knowledge, you know. But here's the thing, man. Um, you know, greatness comes at a price. And and we have to realize that in our lives is that, look, man, it's, it's easy to look at the Jordans and the Muhammad Ali's and you know, all of the great people that we admire and we cherish and we model our mentalities after, you know, the Colby's and the LeBron's and, and everybody, uh, you know, the Belichick's, the Brady's, um, the Aikman's, you know, it's easy to, to say that we want that greatness and we want to be on that level. But a few things we have to remember is that, man, don't get so caught up on looking at the success, you forget about the struggle. And the reason why that's important right now, some of you are going through a transition in life, especially with the current events. You know, there's a lot of setbacks that are happening that people weren't prepared for this year. And I say that not to say that you should focus on struggles. I say that so that you can understand that even if you're going through some transitions right now, you still have that potential to reach greatness. You still have that potential to reach that superstar, that championship level. So don't let your struggles or whatever challenges you're facing deter you from that mentality or deter you from those goals. Look, man, it's like this. Make sure you have your team intact because dynasties die from within. Just because somebody has your jersey on, just because they're on your roster, they may not be for your team. Jordan needed a Pippen. Pippen needed a Jordan. It goes both ways. Hey, they needed a Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson needed both Pippen and Jordan and Rodman. I say that to say this is that a great leader, a great player, a great period always has a need for someone else great. We don't do this by ourselves. We don't do this on our own. So when you're building your team, man, 
Langston, what's up, bro? You part of the Miss family team. You know what I'm saying? Too much game. You part of the Miss family team. Surround yourself with people that want to see that championship regardless of the circumstances. Surround yourself with teammates that want to see it through. Not just celebrate when the victory is done, but they're there when the victory doesn't seem like it's within grasp. That's what makes the championship team a championship team. When you can fight through the, the soreness, when you can fight through the pain, when you can fight through the darkness or the disappointment, when the loss seems so heavy, that championship mentality comes with a price. You got to be prepared to lose so that you can win. You can't quit because you lost your first game. You can't quit because you lost or you failed or it didn't work out as you planned. Sometimes it takes a third try. Sometimes it takes a fourth try. You got to keep at it. And when you get there, your work has just begun. Anybody can get a championship one time, but you know what? The true definition of a champion is the one that can defend that title. When you get there, get to work. That ain't time to chill. Keep winning. Keep pushing. Keep going. Don't get there just to say I made it and fall off. Keep going. But the most important thing to remember is that the journey, don't forget to enjoy the journey along to the destination of championship. That's the reason, another reason why the team is so important because it's just not about winning. It's about building a bond. It's about living this life with people that got your back. It's about living this life with people that are cut from the same fiber that sharpens the steel that, that makes you sharp. That's what it's about. You have to have people that's going to tell you no when you need to hear no. You're going to have to have people in your corner that's going to give it to you straight without a chaser. Not because they want to break your spirit, because they love you enough to say, man, I'm not going to set you up for failure. I'm going to tell you how it is. Don't misunderstand that with the negative people that always find a problem for every solution you bring. Disassociate yourself with that nonsense. Again, make sure your team is intact. Husband and wives, if y'all ain't playing hard for each other, if you cheering harder for someone else than you cheering for your significant other, you should be fired. I didn't say divorce, but you should be fired. Because you should be the hardest cheerleader going hardest for your, your teammate. You should never let someone else go harder for your teammate than you should be going. Same thing. When people start a business, shout out to my niece, Alyssa. With your jewelry company, baby girl, we're going to see you blow up and do good things. We're going to get you on the show so you can talk about it. But hey, when you have family members that start things, don't be that family member that want a discount or want it for free. Show up and be present. Don't just say good for you. Be present. Be a customer. Be a reoccurring customer. Show that support every time. Don't just do it once and done. People, we got to change the dynamics of teamwork. We got to change the dynamic of support. When my brother and I started this podcast, we started it for a particular reason. And trust me, there was a lot of reasons to just say, you know what? We did it. Let's let it go. But we kept going. We kept pushing. You know, it was before people were coming out of the woodwork saying, man, this is dope. We like what you're doing. There was times when it was crickets. And we was doing it strictly off passion. But you know what? This is what I say to this, man. When you have that desire to be a champion, it comes at a price. 
You have to be prepared to keep going, even if there's no one there to cheer. You have to be that much passionate, that much in love with what you're doing, that you don't need validation from anyone else to keep going. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep going. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long it's been. I don't care what status you're in. I don't care how hard your life has been. If you have breath in your body right now, you have an opportunity to keep trying. You have an opportunity to keep pressing. You have an opportunity to keep building. I never said it was easy. So I'm not minimizing anything that you may go through or facing right now. But understand, you have an opportunity to do it. But just remember this. Let's learn from all the great dynasties that have fallen in history. Having the wrong people in your corner, the wrong people that have access to you, the wrong people on your team can destroy a dynasty. Do not build your team with dynasty killers. Mm. That's all they want to do is kill the dynasty. Those are the people who, when you tell them you got a dream, they always find a reason that the dream can't work. Oh, man, somebody else already did that. Oh, man, that ain't going to work. Just sit, sit here and be miserable with me. Don't be successful. That's what they may as well say. I mean, that's what it, that's what it equates to, right? <laughs> sit here and be miserable. miserable yeah, hey, me. man, why you, why you be successful? Just be miserable with me. That ain't going to work. Nah, you can't man. do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> would you look at this? Look at this. Uh, would you look at this? You know how many podcasts hey. it is out there? It's about over man. three million podcasts out there. You you think your podcast gonna be heard? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the Sit data. Down. You got the data. You can't give me the. <laughs> hey, baby, that could be that could be a billion podcasts out there, but that's only one angel and, and Walter Larray, homie. Word, so, son. <laughs> word, son. So, hey, man, I, I just want to leave you guys with a little bit of note of encouragement. Keep pressing. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of other podcasters out there that are doing their thing and they're reaching out to us and showing support. And we appreciate you guys. And we're going to do something special in the future. We're going to do a little more collaborations and pull together and network the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, until then, man, keep, keep going and keep your head up and know that you're making a difference. You make, and you, you mean something to somebody somewhere, but don't position yourself to kill your dynasty by putting dynasty killers on the roster. Let your dream still live. I don't care you feel like you're too old to do whatever. If you're 45-year-old and you want to rap, rap. Yeah, I said it, rap. If you're 50 and, and, and want to go back to school, go. Do what you want to do. Man, listen, this life is too short to be woulda, coulda, shoulda. And you know what? Time doesn't wait for nobody. And if anything you learn from 2020 is that the unexpected can happen at any moment. That's why it's called the unexpected. This year has not gone no way near what anyone probably predicted. So let this be a lesson, bruh. Get off of that, that plan that you want, that whatever that strategy, and get the business and, and, and start doing what you want to do. Live to the fullest and love the people that got you, man. Don't, don't take those people for granted. Love those people. Love, you know what? Love your teammates that, that know how to play that role. They know how to make you look good. Love those people that make you better, make you try better. Love those people that really got your back and, and that are there, not just during the victories, but during the losses. But more importantly, the people that are back in the strategy room try to strategize how to turn that L into a W. That's what it's about. 
All right, I'm signing off now. I'm getting off my soapbox. That's what you probably hear me kicking across the room. I'll turn it back over to my big bro. Sign us out, big bro. No doubt, baby. Hey, I think uh, our niece is doing a cosmetic line. You know, she went to school for that. That's right. That's right. So I said shout out to earlier. I was going to correct that. No, Appreciate no, no. You. It's no correction because she she may have jewelry as well, bro. So it's not. There's no correction needed. So uh, shout out to our, our our little queen, Miss Alyssa. Uh, we we uh we definitely are proud of you, man. Well said, Angel. We really appreciate you dropping that final thoughts on us, man. Uh, we love it, man. And hey, people, uh, no more Trump teenies, okay? <laughs> Say no. Don't listen to your president, okay? <laughs> I mean. Seriously, man. <laughs> but if you drink them Trump teenies, I want to see how that's going to play out for you, player, because yeah. maybe you the one that need to be faded out. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, Trump teenies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I never think that somebody would make Bush look good, but Trump, you did it. Aye, aye, aye. You are you a magician, it. boy. You have been, woo. Obama, uh, Obama told him. Now, Joe. Just don't say nothing. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, Joe. <laughs> Joe Biden, like, man, I ain't saying nothing. This fool got it all for <laughs> Woo! Anyway, yo, man, this has been, uh, you know, we, we we touched on different things, man. We definitely appreciate y'all. Look, dude, I'm going to say this, and I want people to understand where I'm coming from. I love all people because God created all people. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, I'm always going to go against the status quo of what, what, the system is trying to play black people to be and what the mm-hmm. system is trying to play white people to be and any other race of persons out there. Cause it's not, it's just not black and white. We're all in this, in this game together and, and so forth. But you know, when you, when you talk about the intelligence of black people, you know, I, I'm a stand on, on what's on my square and I'm all, I'm also stand on what's true. Uh, the biggest muscle mm-hmm. that we have is our brain. And our parents made sure that yes. we exercise that more than we exercise our mouth. Mm. So when we speak, we're speaking on what we know and not what we heard of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And this, and, and, and some of you can understand the intelligence and some of you can understand where we're coming from. We definitely appreciate you. And uh, like my boy Lil Wayne said, if I don't have to slow down, just speed up on your, your intake. There you go. You know, so at the end of the day, we definitely appreciate all of you. Shout out to all of the podcasters out there who show us love. Hey man, we appreciate all of you. I try to do my best on social media to, you know, to, to, you know, shout all of you out. I love my inspirational ones, uh, reaching while teaching, you know, that's like my little sister on, on, on IG, you know, too much game. That's my little brother, man. I got love for this dude, man. He just, that boy's raw, man. He just, just dropping them knowledge on you. And I'm like, yo, I told him, I said, man, just keep doing what you're doing because I appreciate you. Game recognized game. Shout out to Langston's World like my brother did. You know, we're fam, man, and we got love for you. Shout out to Freedom Clay, one of our, our dope artists on Instagram, always showing us love. We got love for you, brother. Shout out to you. And with that said, people, this has been Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet, Walter LeRae, and that is my dope co-host, Angel. And with that said, people, we're gonna spread these two fingers apart. We're gonna shake a deuce at you. Peace. Peace. No more Trump teenies. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. If you would like to be a part of our show or if you have any suggestions and topics that you would like us to speak on, 
please feel free to reach us at mistalkspodcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Miss Talks Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let the journey begin. Thank you.